guys, welcome back to Thick and Thin with me, Katie Bilotti. And guys, has anyone else felt like this has been the craziest, longest week in the history of crazy long weeks? Like, I feel like I have not been able to breathe. Like, my head has been underwater all week. And I don't know if that's the, you know, the temperature change or the seasons kind of like clashing with one another. Like, summer's trying to come. Like, is it still winter? I don't know. Like, I have to check the forecast before I leave the house every single time I leave the house. Like, I don't know what it is, but I've just like been walking around feeling like I'm in a fog and it's nothing to do with like the work that I'm doing or anything of that nature. It's just like this weird vibe. Like I don't know if there's something having to do with like my horoscope or I'm not really too in touch with that sort of thing, but if anyone has any uh, ideas as to why I've been feeling like this, please let me know. It's like no sort of like sadness or anything. It's just like this weird feeling. Like has anyone else felt this way? But And I guess the one upside to this feeling is for whatever reason, I've been feeling very introspective lately, which is always good for the podcast, for the the content. Um, And I've been doing a lot of thinking about how I spend my time, Um, just kind of, you know, evaluating my choices, what I choose in terms of like, where do I go or like, who do I spend time with and when and when do I you know, opt out and decide to not go to things, which uh, I, I, you know, if I could had to like evaluate it and count, like I go to more things and do more things than I don't. Like I don't spend that much time just like twiddling my thumbs. I don't even think I've ever once twiddled my thumbs in my entire life. Like I don't know why that's even the expression these days. I was thinking about it the other day. I was like, when was the last time that I was bored? Like I remember as a kid, you know, running around my house, like with my very severe lack of responsibility and being like, oh, mom, I'm bored. I want to go to the pool or like, mom, I'm bored. I I just remember saying that like my mom's listening to this podcast. She's probably nodding her head and being like, yep, like I remember those days. Like when I just didn't have anywhere to be, anything to do, like, oh, you know, we always say like we'd kill to like go back to those times, but also like I couldn't drive and I couldn't drink legally. And a lot of things were just, you know, not to say those are like the two joys of my life, driving and drinking, not at the same time, of course. But anyway, you know what I mean? It's just like, I I cannot think of the last time that I was just without obligation, without either like, you know, work obligation or social obligation. I don't want to call it obligation for social things, but like getting extended invitations to things and me feeling like I have to do them all. And I was thinking about this and then it led me to think about FOMO. So the fear of missing out for those who don't know. Um, I hope everyone knows. If you don't, then maybe you don't uh, fall victim to it because you aren't in touch with it, which is probably a good thing. Um, but yeah, FOMO and, you know, and in contrast, JOMO, which I just recently this year figured out what that means or like that that is even a thing, you know, the joy of missing out. So, you know, kind of on the flip side, being okay, being honestly happy when you're missing out on things. And I, you know, I love nothing more. This is going to like maybe sound crazy to some. Most of you guys are probably going to relate with this. But I I love nothing more than a good old canceled plan, you know, depending on what it is. But a lot of times like, oh, if it rains or something's just canceled and I have, you know, it wasn't me that canceled. It's just like some sort of like, you know, it just it just got canceled, like plans or just they fell through or something. And I can just spend the whole day or, you know, the given period of time that I was going to be doing that thing doing nothing and just not feeling like I need to be somewhere this happens a lot of times on like Sundays because my friends are very we're very um ambitious about our weekends and we're like we're gonna do this 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 and this because all week we're in offices and we don't really get to 
you know, experience the city and everything that there is to do here. So the weekends are like our time to shine in that regard. And so on Sundays, sometimes we're like, you know, have all these crazy plans and then we're so either hungover or the weather is is just bad because for whatever reason, New York just knows to, to rain on Sundays. It's just like a hangover cure for the whole city, I guess. Um, not to say that I'm like always hungover on Sundays, but like sometimes that's the case, which is interesting because Sundays are my video filming days typically. So you guys probably watch, you know, 90, 90% of the videos you guys probably watch from me, I have either filmed or edited slightly hungover, but that's just a little, that I don't even know, that just derailed the conversation. Like, yeah, I'm hungover. Okay, great. But <laughs> so FOMO. Okay, you know, and I, I just feel like, you know, in the, the instance of being happy when plans fall through, it's almost like, you know, you hate not being invited to things, okay? There's nothing worse than not being invited to something and especially seeing it on social media being like, why wasn't I invited to that? Like there was something recently, um, a friend of mine was talking to me about something that happened at work and she, you know, there was this going away lunch for a coworker and she wasn't invited and she was like wait like you know, I didn't really want to go but I'm like mad I wasn't invited it's like you weren't you know you weren't given the chance like you didn't really want to go anyway it's just another thing you got to do and like you're busy or you can't or you don't feel like it but you would at least at least like to be invited you know it's like I don't want people to stop inviting me to things but I also like don't want them to be mad if I like feel like I don't want to go you know but to be totally honest I hardly ever cancel on things or say no to things Um, because there's a few reasons why. Number one, I just feel like, you know, it's going to be fun. Like, even if I don't know for sure, or like it's, it's a valuable use of time. And I like convince myself of this, like, even if there's an inkling of a doubt in my mind that maybe I wouldn't have a great time, either I'm like too tired or it's just like, it's just too much in my daily routine. I already do so many things. Like, I just feel like, but the main reason is like, I just feel like it, it would be a good use of time. And also like, I don't want to not be there if it is and regret it or see it on social media and be like, oh darn, I wish I was there, you know? But also I feel like there's just like, there's a hint of, you know, are they going to talk about me? Maybe not my friends, but like just in general, like, are they going to talk about me if I don't go or like, you know, and that's so irrational. I feel like, you know, most of the time, your friends, if they are your friends and your coworkers or whoever, your boyfriend, etc., is not going to like shit talk you just for not coming. Clearly, you know, even if you don't have an amazing excuse, like we feel like we need to have an excuse for everything these days. Like we have to either lie or just come up with some elaborate scheme as to why we can't go. It's almost like we feel we can't be honest and just say we're just we're just either physically, emotionally spent and we just would not have a good time because we feel like it's going to offend someone or someone's going to be like, well, I had a hard week at work too, but I'm still at happy hour, you know? And I feel like we need to banish that thought from our minds because even if for the, you know, the off chance that someone's going to talk about us, if we're not there, you know, okay, cool. Like I'm sure they're having a great time talking about me while I'm sitting here, you know, recharging, doing something that's better for my mental health you know, and I feel like that, you know, I, I actually asked you guys in the DMs um, about this topic and a lot of you guys mentioned that you're worried about what people will think if you don't go. And I saw this thing once on Tumblr and it said, it's okay if you don't go to the party or something like that, or like, or, no one cares. No one cares if you don't go to the party. Um, and that really, I, I stuck with me. This was like years ago that I saw this first, you know, circulate my feed. And I remember thinking like, really? Like, do you think? Because at college, like, I'm kind of trying to think of it. I mean, I go to like bars and I go to like pregames and housewarmings and such, but like parties, parties was like my college, like 
my exercise routine at college, honestly. Like dancing on tables, yeah, that was my uh, exercise regimen for four years at Elon University in North Carolina. Um, just kidding. But like it was also just my escape because, you know, as I was a full time student, really unsure about the future, really stressed all the time, and then also running this business and you know, I needed time to unwind, still do to this day. That's something that hasn't changed. And going to parties is one of those ways I unwind. And I remember sometimes literally breaking my back to get my work done so I could go to a party and just, you know, do college party things, wear minimal clothing and drink heavily and, you know, make funny Snapchat stories with my friends and eat things I shouldn't be eating way past the time I should be eating these things. And it was almost like, I I kind of, you know, entertained the thought that maybe no one would care if I wasn't there. But then I would be like, oh, like sitting at home watching all the Snapchats and being like, oh, darn, I should have been there. Or like, like, oh, everyone's like talking about the next day. That was the big thing. It was like after after parties on Friday nights and Saturdays or whenever they were Thursdays, Tuesdays, you know, you name the day we had a party at Elon and someone would be, you know, saying like, oh, come, come to so-and-so's apartment. Let's well, we didn't have apartments. We had like houses and such like I don't even know how to describe it but they were like houses like the, honestly the space that I had in college versus what we have now insane but we'd be like gathering in someone's bed to talk about the night before and if someone you know had an exam or something it didn't go out they would just sit there and be like you know listening and like oh and like some of my friends I'll give them so much credit some of them are so good at knowing themselves to the point where at college even like now I'm pretty good at it because like I have very real obligations like my job is very real whereas school it was like oh I can hand in like one or two projects late or like things like that it was a little bit more loosey-goosey because we didn't have like jobs yet and some of my friends that had especially the ones with really rigorous majors some of them were like bio chem like so they would just know themselves enough to stay in and I always marveled at how they handled FOMO and I think that that was like uh, yeah, I, I honestly like don't know how they did it because I lit- like I said was breaking my back to get things done so I could go out and I was you know now I'm sitting here kind of thinking about how kind of ridiculous that is but in the moment it just seemed per- perfectly feasible and it's like I mean even tonight okay I was you know asked like a few hours not a few hours ago what time is it it's like nine it's 10 o'clock right now I have had a really crazy day and around like three o'clock a friend of mine was like my mom's in town like let's get drinks tonight with her blah 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 and I already had in my mind this morning that I was doing the podcast I had some little things for the new apartment I had to sort out call some people do some stuff you know classic I ordered a couch like all these things that I had like slated like I have a very strict to-do list on my phone that I uh mostly abide by unless a new episode of something is on I need to like you know push pause I have my shows you know but um anyway so I had in my mind that I was going to do this she asked me to go get drinks and I was like oh I, I oh I really want to but like I can't I really have to do this set of things because tomorrow Katie would be really mad at today Katie if she found out that yesterday Katie did not do the things that she needed to do because then you know just makes the whole weekend off kilter and that's guys that is maturity I think because you know a year ago, two years ago in college, I would have been like, yeah, oh, screw it. Let's go get drinks. And like, I'm not going to say my life is free of all spontaneity. Like I don't have any room for those sort of things. I think that, you know, my biggest piece of advice with FOMO is just to manage yourself, but also have, you know, wiggle room. And, you know, I sent my best regards, you know, sent a little selfie to her mom. And, you know, that was that. And I'm not saying, I'm not trying to encourage like, 
being a, a bad friend because you have to know that your friends I mean for most people are the thing that gets you through everything okay like the life that you live would not be complete without a support system I think every person needs that and so you got to know when to to you know sacrifice your your grind for that but you also need to know yourself and know what you need you know I made a whole episode on taking time for yourself to get to back you know get back to where you need to be and just center yourself you know set rules for yourself but you know, allow yourself to break them on occasion. I think that's my kind of mantra for the moment of how I manage my time. A lot of you guys ask how I manage my time with all the things that I do. We all do a lot of things, okay? I'm not I'm not the only one. I'm not trying to pedestal myself right now. Um, but the biggest, you know, time management tip I have is just know what you need to do. Develop the self-discipline to, you know, do what you need to do, do what needs to be done, even if you don't want to do it, even if There are other things trying to, you know, grab your attention, trying to pull your arm in their direction, like know what you need to do and do it because you will, you will thank yourself for the hard work you're doing, even if, you know, it feels like, you know, a thankless job and it feels like, you know, it's, you you might be missing out on something that could be better and probably is better, but yeah, you got to know yourself, kid, because no one else is going to if you don't know yourself first, you know. And the thing is with FOMO, it's no new thing, okay? FOMO was coined in 2000. I did some research as usual, so I'm not just spewing random things here. FOMO was coined in the year 2000, so that almost in the year 2000. That reminds me of the year 3000 by Jonas Brothers. Sorry. Everything just relates back to the Jonas Brothers these days. They are on trend again, guys. I want to make a whole episode about the Jonas Brothers. They were my first concert. Did you know that? First concert, um, it was the Camp Rock concert. And I went in Maryland with a friend of mine from work because at the time I was working at Rita's Italian Ice. That was my first job. I want to do a whole, honestly, a whole video or episode about all the jobs I've had in my life because I've had a lot of odds and ends jobs that have gotten me here somehow. I was a treat team member at Rita's Italian Ice, scooping Italian Ice. Um, honestly, to be honest, that was kind of the first like little stint that I realized that I needed time management skills because once again, you know, nothing new. I was balancing that in the YouTube channel. The reason I actually quit Rita's Italian Ice um, was because of the YouTube channel. I was I was making more money on AdSense, uh, which at the time I was making probably like $100 a video, which was like huge for me um, at the time. So yeah, just a little fun fact for you guys, kind of segueing. But, you know, FOMO was coined in 2000. And there's a few psychological reasons why FOMO is a thing. And I did um, some reading about it because classically, I can't just, you know, go off my own thoughts here. I need to steal the thoughts of others and put them in the episode. Um, But loss aversion is a psychological, you know, concept. And it basically says that humans have a strong tendency to want to avoid any losses, you know, just cut their losses completely, just gain, gain, gain. Um, And psychology suggests that losses are twice as impactful as gains, you know, in the psyche, in the brain, in the mind. Um, So you, you know, it's really, it's really real that, you know, when you go to the the party, when you go to the thing, you know, you're feeling like, oh, this is a gain, whatever. Like, it's another thing I did. I can put it on Instagram and cool, I did it. But if you don't go or you feel like you lost something, you know, in not going or not, you know, doing something, not buying something, you feel like you have a loss, it's two times as impactful on your on your being 
And one article I I read um, had this interesting passage about how this has been going on since the beginning of time because, you know, even in the caveman stone ages, like just way, way, way back, the hunters and gatherers, all the different civilizations that have existed, you know, FOMO was a thing. It was like if the the, the pack was going hunting and didn't invite you, like you would feel really freaking left out with your, you know, crossbow and you're sitting by yourself by the campfire and all your buddies went out to kill some some, uh, animal or something. I don't know. Um, You know, and there was the pack mentality and there's strength in numbers and that's how it's always been for, you know, for animals, most animals not all but most and you know human civilizations it's like you you feel like you need the pack you need that in order to feel whole and you know I've been kind of proving that wrong in my recent you know choices living alone I always mention living alone huh? well, well how many more times will I mention it in a podcast episode but you know I've been finding time or finding you know moments where I really appreciate being alone and hearing myself think you know, but still nonetheless. And I thought that was so interesting. You know, brain regions that process value and reward may be silenced when we, you know, evaluate a potential loss than when we're evaluating a similarly sized gain. It's like, oh, you know, we can't be rational about this. We feel so tremendously that we've lost something, you know, and it goes straight to the brain, straight to the amygdala, amygdala, amygdala I can never say that word but it's so fun to say once I get it um, which is like it which processes emotion I did a whole video on the amygdala and how um, I think it was about like sex or relationships or something I did a whole video so I, I got really good at saying that word um, clearly I'm a little out of practice but you know also the paradox of choice came up in a lot of the articles I was reading which basically means the more choices that we have you know the more options that we have in terms of what we do what we buy what we you know choose for lunch I don't know the less happy we are with what we eventually choose because there's so many other things that we could have been happy doing you know it's almost like it's kind of you know I experience this so much you know the the paradox of choice and just in general doubting myself in terms of the decisions I make I'm like oh you know I'm at this job and I'm happy but could I be happier at this other job like I'm not gonna lie I get a lot of LinkedIn you know recruiters in my inbox and I feel like that's something that a lot of people experience especially when you know, you're public about what you do on, you know, LinkedIn and online in general, people will be sliding in your LinkedIn DMs, you know, saying, oh, I have this opportunity at this. And they never tell you exactly what it's for. They're like, oh, it's at this top performing cosmetics brand. Like I got one today that was literally describing my position at probably a competitor. And I was like, okay, maybe I shouldn't open this at work. (laughs) But, you know, I'm happy in my job. But like, who's to say I wouldn't be happier somewhere else? I'm happy now, but I always wonder you know, would it have been better if I had done that? And and I, it literally keeps me up at night, these little thoughts like that, you know, stupid little things. And I'm like, could I have been happier doing this? Could I have been happier going to this thing or doing this and not doing that? And it's almost like you need to stop doing that because this thought, this, you know, this thought process, you know, the paradox of choice is ruining our lives <laughs> because at the end of the day, you make the choices you make and you have to live with those choices You know, you can change your mind the next time a choice comes around, but the choices you've made, you've made your bed. And I don't mean that to be like really dramatic or really negative. It's almost like, like, yes, you did this. Now what? Like now it's on to you to either start a new chapter, fresh, make this new choice. And it's almost more liberating because you, you know, these, you know, the feelings of maybe not being happy. It's just, it's, it's just life guys, you know, it's life. (laughs) That's just how it is. And I feel like, you know, you need to know that in this life, 
you are an irreplaceable human being. And I just, I feel like I always need to say this in every episode in some way, shape or form that you are irreplaceable and you living your life the way you live it. The people that you surround yourself with, if they are good friends, if they are good boyfriend, girlfriends, if they are good, I don't know, X, Y, and Z, you insert it, coworkers, they will understand the choices you make. Okay. You know, they will, even if sometimes they maybe under their breath are like, oh, Katie didn't show up to this. Why? Or whatever. They're still going to be there for you if they are the right people to surround yourself with. I understand coworkers, you can't really choose them. Um, but <laughs> nonetheless, they will still show up to work on Monday morning and greet you with a smile, probably. So there you have it. This probably doesn't come as a surprise, but FOMO is a huge marketing advertising tactic. Like I cannot tell you how many things I felt that I've been missing out on because a brand is telling me I'm missing out or like something that I'm seeing on TV or Instagram, you know, name your, pick your poison. It's like you see all these things that you're missing out on because of how social media and technology is advanced to the point where you can literally live stream anything. Like Coachella, for example, this was a huge thing. I asked you guys in the DMs, as I mentioned, to talk about, you know, FOMO and what it means to you. And a lot of people mentioned things like, uh, Coachella, Fire Festival, <laughs> things like that, like events where, you know, you feel like you need to go because everyone and their mother is going and posting a, a tremendous amount about it. And it's just, you know, you don't even feel like you, you know why, but you need to go, you know? And that is when a brand has like succeeded in terms of like their marketing side of things. Like they want you to feel that way and they want you, you know, why do you think brands reach out to influencers, okay? Why do you think they want people like me promoting their product? Not to say I'm like the bee's knees or anything, but like there are influencers that I follow and I have fallen victim (laughs) and I know very well what goes into brand partnerships. Like I get the emails and the offers and all the things like that. And still I buy the products when it says hashtag ad, you know, certain influencers, I'm like, yes, I need it because like they have great skin. So I need that, you know, and not even when it comes to products or services or like things like that, that influencers promote. I like, I, I am so like, I'm just, I guess I'm just very, um, what's it called? Impressionable. Like I'm like a sponge when it comes to social media, like is a sponge the right word? Cause a sponge goes, bounces back. I guess I do bounce back. I'm resilient, but you know, like I'll see influencers. Oh my God. Did you hear that? It was my candle. Something always happens in terms of audio. That's just very bizarre in the episodes, but my candle just like bubbled. Cool. Um, anyway, where were we? Um, yeah, influencers and just people on, you know, even just, you know, people I follow that are my friends or, you know, acquaintances, people from college, people from high school that I still follow. Like, I see them doing X, Y, and Z. Maybe, honestly, a lot of them like having relationships or things and posting that on their Instagram. And I see it and I'm like, ooh, I kind of want that. Even though I know in my soul that I am not in the like the the frame of or phase of life right now where I'm actively searching for a boyfriend like I can't believe I'm saying that because a lot of you guys are like Katie shut up you are you're obsessed with boys but truly I think that I don't want to like blame it all on this but I see these things and I'm like oh maybe I need that but like I don't (laughs) and you know the point in that is you know I I actively am pushing people guys away from me um that's just me at the moment if you guys are curious of my you know mess of a life I'm just kidding you know I'm honestly extremely happy with my friendships and my just life situation right now oh tickle (coughs) 
Oh, whoa, sorry. I had a tickle in my throat for like the last 10 minutes of this episode and I just was like, nope, not happening, not happening. I don't even have time to cough these days, guys. What is life? Um, But yeah, I'm happy in my current life, but I feel like there's certain things that are kind of demanding my attention. I use like the hand pulling analogy, like, you know, pulling my hand in their direction, trying to divert me from my greater life plan, trying to convince me I need things that I don't need. And I'm sorry that I'm aiding this problem because I do partnerships on Instagram, but all of mine are at least products that I use, cough, cough, other influencers out there. You know, what are you going to (laughs) do? It's life. Um, And I think that the big thing you need to remember is that Number one, I always say this, people aren't as happy as they seem on Instagram a lot of the times. Some people are extremely open about, you know, downs in their life and such, and I hope that I am to you guys. I really try to keep it real. I just posted actually yesterday about something I've been insecure about for a very long time in my life. I have um, KP, Kara Sarias something. I don't know. It's a very like long double word, but it's this, um, the redness, the bumps that people get sometimes on the back of their arms or not sometimes I have had it my whole life. Um, and I'm really, I've always been really insecure about it. It's on my thighs kind of as well. And you know, when I, when I drink, especially it gets much more um, prominent and red and in Instagram photos for the longest time, like not recently, actually, I haven't done this for at least two years, maybe a year, um, editing my photos to, you know, smooth out that because in my using filters and such, you guys might know if you use like after after effects, where did I get that from? I've been doing a lot of video editing lately. Um, what's it? Why am I Lightroom, (laughs) Lightroom filters and presets and stuff. Sometimes filters that you use like enhances things like that, like skin texture. And I've always been really insecure about it. Now I'm kind of living with it. If you guys scroll through some of my photos, you'll see it. And honestly, it's one of those things that no one else really notices until I point it out, which is great. But also like, you know, it's something I've, it's a, it's an insecurity at the end of the day. Like even if other people don't see it, you can't decide, they can't decide that you're not insecure about it. You know, that's just how it is. But, you know, going back to the topic of FOMO, since we kind of derailed again to talk about my skin condition, good stuff, Katie, good stuff. Trying to keep it real, but, you know, FOMO, FOMO. Okay, back to the topic of the podcast. Um, And I promise I'm going to get to JOMO in a second, joy of missing out. But, um, you know, I, I feel like we have this issue or this just battle with, you know, downtime and stillness you know we don't have much of that in our day-to-day especially if you live in a city or or you're in college you know I feel like there's just so much going on like so much like in New York there are so many freaking bars I haven't been to so many restaurants I haven't tried so many events there's so many events like things I heard about actually last week I heard that the Met does these like after hours wine tastings under the stars like they have the um planetarium and you know you can go you know, walk through exhibits at nighttime you know with wine I didn't know this existed and now it's one more thing that I feel like I'm missing out on so thank you coworker that told me that but you know there is no like there's there's a weird relationship I don't want to say there is no but there there is a strange relationship that we have with downtime and stillness and I saw this one thing the other day it was like this very trending like meme thing that was going around it was like you know sleeping in is considered lazy but going to bed early isn't considered lazy but you know that's just a strange thing you know like I am all about going to bed early like I try my very hardest like guys I really do I wake up in the morning exhausted (laughs) or just like maybe I'm not exhausted but like actually you know I'm I'm pretty freaking exhausted (laughs) and I think to myself like, oh, tonight is the night I'm going to go to bed at 10 o'clock. Like I'm doing it. I am turning off my lights. I am silencing my phone. I'm going to bed at 10. Does that ever happen? 
no okay like very rarely unless I am sick like unless my body has literally you know I I picture in friends when like friends why did I say that sims am I okay I don't know why I keep wanting to like talk about friends like I've, I've actually mentioned this a few times in like random scenarios I love friends but sims the game and you know when you're like sims character was like running on like low levels of like certain things like the little bars you know that's how I feel a lot of my life <laughs> but like going back to the meme it's like yeah so going to bed early like it shouldn't that be considered lazy too like but it's not it's like you're on top of things if you go to bed early so like yeah I think that's a strange uh, little thing there I love sleeping in I, I'm very very pro sleeping in if work could start at 10 that would be amazing but alas you know the work world starts at like honestly it's always on but like 9 a.m is when I go into work and for summer hours we do different summer hours at L'Oreal I'm gonna start going in at 8 30 because I get out at 1 30 on Fridays which is really great but 8 30 that's going to be a tough one for me I'm gonna have to come with like wet hair probably half the time um but yeah you know I think that it comes down to you know we don't have time for stillness we don't have time for downtime for sleeping in I've mentioned this before I feel guilty sometimes sleeping in on Sundays because you know I have things to do and I have a lot of things to do that I can't do during the week and so you know I feel like there's honestly an immaturity that we have or it's you know it kind of is an immaturity you know and maybe maybe immaturity is the wrong word but it is kind of the best word I can come up with at the moment you know with our relationship with you know technology with you know our crazy schedules you know we quite literally work ourselves into the ground until we are ill and like broken you know and we don't let ourselves just not go to the party you know not feel guilty for not going to the party you know we still have this weird you know relationship with loss we feel that every missed opportunity every missed etc 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 is a loss you know and I read this book recently um what was it called? One Night in December, I think. One Day in December. Something like that. It was kind of a chick flicky book, but someone recommended it to me and I actually really loved it. I read it cover to cover um, <clears throat> in like two weeks. Am I okay? My throat's not okay right now. <laughs> Sorry. Um, but yeah, I read the book and it was about this girl. I don't want to spoil it, but I'm going to just tell you what it says in the back of the cover, honestly, in my mind. But um, this girl, she was on a train or a bus. Uh, yeah, it was a bus doesn't matter and she was going somewhere and this this guy she like you know is is at this bus stop and this guy is standing outside of the bus like at the bus stop and he's like you know devastatingly handsome like so attractive and they lock eyes and he like looks at her like he's going to say something or like you know come onto the bus and be like I'm your prince charming and the bus drives away before anything can happen and you know that's that and this girl, like, for a year, for a year after that, she's, you know, just hellbent over, you know, that loss of the guy at the bus stop that she never saw again. And she's like, oh, like, I wonder, you know, she looks for him everywhere she goes. And, you know, I think that that mentality is something we're never going to escape. Like, I feel like we're always going to feel some hint of FOMO, even if we get really good at our schedule, get really good at mapping out time for ourselves to do things, whatever. But I think the important thing is to not focus on the losses, you know, focus on the gains that you get from, you know, maybe not going to the party or things like that. Just focus on the gains of your life and the gains, the, the goals you have in terms of gains. And I think that, that's something that you can stay rooted in to get you through and 
I think it also, guys, is all a matter of perspective. You know, the things we see on social media, the things I was talking about earlier about like influencers and people that I'm like, oh, I don't, you know, I kind of want that. And I, I'm kind of sad that I don't have that or I don't have that life or I don't have that product and I want this, I want that because I feel like I need it even if I don't. You know, it's, it's all a matter of perspective because from where we're sitting, it looks like an, an, a grand time. Coachella looks like a freaking amazing time. But then when you go, you know, my experience included, I talked about this in my Q&A, it's actually kind of a shit show, especially when you're leaving. Like, yes, I would go back to Coachella, but if I did, I would have a very, you know, well ironed out plan of everything to make things easier because Coachella is like, it's something, but you know, it's it's kind of a hectic ordeal getting to, getting from, getting around, waiting in lines. Like you don't see that on social media. So it's all a matter of perspective. Everything in life. I think we always need to remember that, especially, you know, when we know it, but we don't want to believe it. Believe it, honey. <laughs> okay, so I have been working tirelessly this week to put together a list of you know, ways to combat FOMO and to experience JOMO. So joy of missing out. I I have to say it again. I don't know why. I kind of love saying it. JOMO. It's a cool word. Um, But yeah, like how to find joy and not chalk up those FOMO moments, you know, the times you don't go to the party, you don't do this as losses. And I have a few ways and just also ways that I balance my life. Um, And I think number one, the first thing I wrote down is actually kind of funny and a little bit just like, duh. Maybe not duh for everyone, but duh for me. It's been like this for me for a while. And I think this is one of the ways my friends actually like have told me, they're like, Katie, I can't believe you do that. I sleep with my phone across the room. If I could sleep with it in the other room and still hear my alarm, I would do that. You know, I think the big thing is turning, you know, putting your phone on the do not disturb mode at at night or whenever. I honestly have my phone on do not disturb all day long. Um, just because of work and such and just in general I can't be like social media-ing all day long while I'm doing work that would just not be good for my for my life and for just my sanity so I sleep with my phone across the room and when it's time for bed you know usually it's probably 11 30 for me that's when I typically turn off for the night uh, literally and figuratively I turn off my phone you know not turn it off but like like just click the button so it like goes black plug it into the wall and it's it's done. I'm done touching it. I get into bed. I don't touch it again until my alarm goes off in the morning and I'm not rolling over in bed checking my phone in the morning. I feel like I've seen a lot of um, get ready with me's or like wake up with me's on YouTube where people are literally like scrolling through Instagram on their phone in bed in the morning. That's, you know, if you can do that, awesome. I can't because I always am just like rushing around. Like you guys, it's actually comical how how I act in the morning when I'm getting ready <laughs> because like, I'm, I'm like trying to get myself presentable trying to make sure I don't forget anything because you know I have like my wallet my keys my laptop my laptop charger my phone charger like all the things I need to remember and I simply do not have 10 minutes to spare to lay in bed like to scroll through my phone I do that when I'm walking or on my way to work which probably isn't great for my life either a lot of times honestly I'll keep it in my purse like while I'm walking to work and just enjoy the morning because honestly checking my phone will stress me out with all my emails and everything but yeah like try to guys it's so freeing just to have your phone across the room you're not laying in bed trying to drift off with your phone next to you I think that that is a really great tactic to adopt I think that's the first step that you guys should adopt in your life you know just to feel a little less FOMO-y because you know when your phone is off when you are offline you are offline you're not checking to see what you're missing out on in the world in the various time zones because there's always someone posting something do you remember the days on Instagram where like 
people you know you could refresh your feed or you could go you know all the way down to the end and then you'd run into the old posts like other people like posts you've already seen like that doesn't happen for me anymore I, I refresh and there's always a new one a new one a new one a new one and I don't have to like it's actually kind of scary because there's always something to consume. But yeah, so that's number one. Also, just make rules for yourself. Like I said, you know, set ground rules for yourself. You kind of have to be like your mom, like telling you when you can and cannot do things or like telling you, like I feel like my mom sometimes where I'm like, oh, Katie, go to the laundromat, drop off your laundry. Thank God in my next place, I have laundry on every floor. I'm very excited. But, you know, or like Katie, like you have to go to bed at this time. Like I feel like I'm like telling myself as like my mom telling me what to do. Like make rules for yourself and don't break them unless you know, I mean, I always kind of value the pros and cons of situations because I'm a freak, but you know, break them on occasion when, you know, when you need a, cha- when you need a change of scenery, when you need to get up from your desk and go do something, let yourself do that. Let yourself have time where you are living spontaneously because you will regret it if you live your life fully by a plan, but still make rules for yourself. Like, you know, you know, the balance that needs to happen for you And, you know, give yourself permission to do what you need to do. Like if you have a deadline or something you need to do creatively, you need to paint a picture because you need that time to creatively stimulate your brain. Like not any like deadline for work. You need to have this afternoon where you do this. You go to yoga. You do your thing. You grocery shop with your phone deep in your bag and you're not answering anyone. Give yourself permission to do that. Don't feel guilty if you're not getting back to people. Honestly, the coolest like thing, I mean, use this with a grain of salt kind of, but it's just, you know, letting people wonder where you are. Let people wonder what you're up to. It's actually kind of like a sexy idea of being like, you know, going rogue off the, off the grid. You know, don't like fully be without your phone because your phone is actually a pretty v- decent mechanism for, you know, getting help, calling 911, doing what you need to do when you feel unsafe, you know, but just give yourself permission to do the things that you need to do, okay? Even if there's other things demanding your attention and you know say no this is the long-awaited answer or you know thing that I wanted to say in this whole episode but I didn't want to make this whole episode about saying no because that's a whole nother topic that could have a whole episode devoted to it but in short you know if you cannot swing it if you cannot go to the party if you cannot complete this deadline or this thing by this deadline say no say no in a timely manner you know don't you know, you know, it would take hours and hours and hours to be like, should I, should I not, should I, should I not? Because you say no, worst comes to worst, you're like, oh wait, psych, I can come. Versus, you know, stringing someone along and then you'll be known as a flake. And that's different. Saying no when you know you can't do it is different than being a flake. I think it, I think it is, honestly. It's in its own category. So say no in a timely manner. If you know that you have a busy night or a busy day tomorrow and you can't go get drinks, you can't do this, say no you know like I said if they're really your friends really the people you want to surround yourself with they're not going to care that much you know if you've had this slated for weeks and weeks and weeks and then you know it's obviously a matter of situation but you know give yourself permission to say no you know and don't give like complicated long-winded paragraph reasons why you can't you know because it's after you say no the person's like okay they said no like it doesn't need to be crazy long-winded you know, and if they ask you a question, answer the question, but like, just know when you need to say no, and you don't really need to explain yourself, okay? You don't really always need to explain yourself, guys. I think that's a flaw that we encounter, or not a flaw, but just kind of something we're beating ourselves up over a lot, and you know, that, 
Yeah. I mean, I honestly am the biggest perpetrator of this. Like, I'm very bad at saying no. I feel like I can handle everything because sometimes in the moment I think I can balance it all, but then the world comes crashing down or something unexpected happens. Like this morning or last night into this morning, my internet was out. It was a big problem because I had a video I was working on and I, it was just a nightmare. And so, you know, unexpected things will come into your way and just know how to deal with them without being a flake. <laughs> you know, say no when you when you know you can't do it. And, you know, condition yourself, last but not least, condition yourself to, you know, with, with dealing with FOMO, you know, condition yourself, just coach yourself through it enough times that it becomes okay to you in your mind to miss out, you know, and it's all, you know, going back to the whole idea of perspective, you think that everyone is pissed at you. You think that everyone's talking about you. You think that everyone's like, why isn't she here? Jumping to conclusions, doing all this stuff. They're probably not. People are so obsessed with themselves that they're probably not that obsessed with the idea that you're not there. Not that they don't love you, but they have a million other things that they're obsessed with and looking at and that are demanding their attention. And they probably don't care if you don't go. And also if they are talking about you, if they do care, then like, okay, cool. Like you're off doing your own thing and they're obsessing over someone that's not there. That's kind of their loss in my opinion. So yeah, guys, find JOMO in your life. Find the joy of missing out every once in a while. Know when you need to immerse yourself. Know when you need a break. Even extroverts, I am a very extroverted person, need time to recharge. I feel like there's this myth that, you know, only introverts need time to recharge. I think we all do. You know, I think it, it doesn't matter if you're an extrovert or an introvert. We all need time to recharge ourselves so we're, you know, best equipped for the next thing that's coming along because there always will be a next thing. And yeah, <laughs> so guys, that is it for tonight's episode. I hope you all enjoyed and hopefully we'll have, you know, a better mindset about FOMO moving forward. And I will talk to you guys all next week. Bye. Bye.